Welcome to the Don Pravda and Erica Gray Show, The Twist. Welcome to The Twist News. I'm Erica Gray. And good evening and welcome. I'm Don Pravda, and this is The Twist News. The United States just met with Africa and is trying to play catch up because China's already in with the African Union. Russia is. The European Union has been meeting with the African Union, planning a future trade deal that'll come down the pike. And the United States has been lagging behind. So the U.S. just had a meeting with the African Union. And what we want to highlight on this show is U.S. arrogance. Don, any thoughts on U.S. arrogance? U.S. arrogance means in terms of Africa that we are accused of exploiting this continent and not emboldening it or improving it. And as very simply, Africa is this enormous continent with as filled with education, resources, and beauty. However, the governments that are in charge in Africa are known to be dictatorships. And there's still a very loose sense of democracy. China doesn't care about the dictatorships. They just want the deals. China wants the ports. As far as U.S. arrogance, we're known around the world for our arrogance. And you read it on YouTube videos and comments, and you read it in comments on Facebook streams of just this hatred for the United States for its arrogance. But what we're going to highlight on this show is this arrogance towards the Africans. And we're going to be showing a clip from Al Jazeera, Arakana Chiambari Kayo. This woman is dynamic. I love strong women leaders. And she is the former ambassador. She was the ambassador of the African Union to Africa. This woman is a dynamo. She is a medical doctor and an activist, but we want you to listen to her statements in this interview with Al Jazeera concerning U.S. arrogance. If the United States, like I used to tell, uh, my colleagues, I felt that the United States, if this was a basketball game, the United States needed to call for timeout. For U.S. needed to realize that this is a new game and it required new rules of engagement. Therefore, a need for the United States to re-strategize. I'm hoping that for a change, this meeting, the United States can begin to realize it's no longer business as usual. It's no longer a case of the United States saying, we make policy and we tell the Africans. That has got to change. It is a recipe for disaster. It is a recipe for the United States seeing itself losing its place as Africa's preferred trading partner. Don, what do you think of that? Her statement about the arrogance where the United States just goes with its policy and calls the shots and doesn't even sit down and listen to the other side. What's your thoughts on that? Well, we better start listening to a lot of people over in this uh, 
enormous continent because there's some other players that also have their attention. And there's other nations who covet the professionals from Africa who want them in their nations and to build up their countries. And it's very simple, the resources that's in Africa, it's people, it's beauty, it's commodities that corporations have sought all these years. The African Union was launched in 2002, and it is now 11th in the world economies. And the African Union brings together 55 nations. It is 1.3 billion people, and it is it's got its own parliament, its own organization, and now they've got plans to be a union just like the European Union with its own currency and common market by 2030. So Africa, what's your thoughts, Don? The United States has not been paying attention to this new Africa. When I was a young guy, I worked for Senator Childs of Florida, he said, until he was actually a U.S. Senator, he barely knew anything about an entire continent called South America. And that, uh, and of course, South America is now practically part of America. Venezuela and Brazil and Miami, there's key states. There's people from all over South America in the United States. Likewise, Africa has been a sleeping giant. The people there do not want to be manipulated. They want their own way of life. They want their own sovereignty. Regretfully, they are compromised by dictatorships all over this land. In this yes. African Union, they're working on the, the economy, and they also have a very, a growing young population so there's a very promising workforce that's going to come out of Africa. But also, we're going to listen more to some of her statements concerning U.S. arrogance towards the Africans. The failure of effective engagement with Africa is the difference. I used to repeat it uh, all the time during my tenure. What really is behind the failure of effective engagement with Africa is the disrespect of the Africans. Huh. That's where the problem begins. If we cannot accept, if the United States cannot accept Africans as equal partners, if the United States, for example, let's look at this particular uh, uh, meeting, this particular summit, there was no defined agenda. There has never been defined agendas whenever they meet with African countries as individual countries. It's always the United States setting the agenda, the United States setting the policies, and the United States telling the Africans about the policies. That is no way to have any meaningful engagement. I mean, Don, she could basically, that statement just is summarizes U.S. arrogance and not just towards the Africans, but also towards other nations, but especially here towards the Africans. That is horrific. That's horrific, this, this attitude towards the Africans. It's among many things that has to change in U.S. policy. The arrogance, though, the arrogance, this, we're the United States, you know, we, and, and Biden definitely has that attitude. You know, we're the United States, we call the shots. And we're doing 
we're making decisions that are just shocking. Like we don't want China to get ahead in certain industries. So we sanction and we cut it off and we make it strategy and planning so that China can't get ahead in those industries. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. We've, we've got almost a ruthless attitude and, and arrogance, but this arrogance towards the Africans. Well, the, the point of the matter is already you know nothing is going to come out of it because it is a one-sided conversation. Right. Where is the agenda? The agenda should have been published way in advance. The African leaders should have been given opportunity to also state their position so they can come up with an African position that can then be discussed mm. alongside the American position. So the fact that it is a one-sided conversation that is yet going to be another useless meeting with no outcomes, but again, I'm going to keep emphasizing the reason this is happening is because there is a disrespect for the Africans. There is a general feeling that we don't need to hear from the Africans. Their opinions do not matter. That we realize the problem. Hmm. Why were the Africans not consulted? Why were the Africans not part of an agenda? Why was there not even an agenda? Like what happened during the FOCAC meeting with China? Don, that's just shocking. I mean, there's, there's almost no words for that, for that level of arrogance towards the African leaders and African continent nations. I mean, there's almost no words for that level of arrogance. We need them to enter discussions and trade agreements and treaties, and we need honorable commitments from America to Africa. The attitudes have to be changed. No, I think and, it's know, more like exploitation right. of some of the resources. Right. There, there, there was something that was agreed, but it tends to be in that direction, but I mean, just this, this arrogance that the United States has and this disrespect of the African people and the African nation, I mean, or the African Union. You know, I've been reporting, you know, before it was the Twist News, I've been reporting on the African Union, probably one of the few channels that's been doing so and has recognized it as an up-and-coming power. And one of the poles in this multipolar right. world that we're in. But China was smart. China recognized it. The European Union is smart. They recognized it. The uh, Russia recognized it. Why is the United States lagged behind and have this arrogant attitude? Doesn't the United States know? that the pecking order has changed and we're in a different geopolitical lineup? Right. Well, apparently we're not changing rapidly enough. I'm just doing things the old way. Mm -hmm. And we could use a lot more common sense, vigor. Yeah, it's like, like who's down in Washington? Who's consulting? I mean, well, didn't they get the memo? Maybe the same people who are running uh, Afghanistan for us. Maybe it's a lot of the same folks. Oh, that disaster. Yeah, that's... Wait, we can list 
all the different U.S. disasters, and that's one of them. Africa's going to be the next U.S. disaster, but by the way. We also have to worry, Erica, about poverty and mm -hmm. starvation, mm -hmm. a lack of water in these nations. Mm -hmm. And it does behoove the United States and other foreign powers to help to avoid catastrophe. Well, that's actually what the European Union is doing. Good. And... And also with the idea that if they help to build Africa, then they're going to have this great future okay. trading partner. Uh, China's got the Belt and Road Initiative, different African countries. And again, the, the United States is going to be the loser because these other countries are already, or these other empires are already in line to benefit when Africa really ends up not being 11th on the list, but goes up even further. And the United States is not gonna have a deal. We're not gonna have a deal when we have that kind of arrogance. Nobody's gonna wanna deal with the United States. I mean, who wants to deal with somebody well, like that? But we're still formidable, enormous, one of the biggest players in the world. They will deal with us. But for how but, long though, Don? Right. Our dollar is teetering on collapse. True. It's a uh, how look, long? How long, Don? Will we be this formidable? You know, it's, it's a messy we are, world, right. and we're in terms of we're currently global are, politics, Africa, and and other powers, it's mm -hmm. it's been a very dirty business. Yes, I'm sure a, a citizen in the Congo has very different sensibilities mm -hmm. than somebody who's in uh, uh, Duluth, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. They knew. They knew the Portuguese colonialism, and then they eventually have their own nation, but it remains very poor with a high level of, of death from, from various diseases. That's what we tend to do on this show is we highlight stupid U.S. foreign policy. So the policy with Africa is really, really dumb because it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that where Africa is going to be in a very strong position and powerful position down the road with its, with its union, it's more than likely going to have a single market, a single currency. It's going to just become stronger. And meanwhile, the United States will not be in on that market like China, Russia, the European Union. So that's it for today's show. Hope you found it informative. Be sure to check out our Amazon store. We've got a link below. Help support this channel by purchasing uh, products that we choose. And if you have any product ideas, definitely let us know. And stay tuned for future broadcasts. Don, any final words? Shalom, shalom, shalom. Peace be unto you during these critical times. Happy holiday season. Happy New Year. Tune in next time for more from Don Provder and Erica Gray for their twist on world news.